Hello, I'm Stuart Craner, and this is a Thinkers 50 podcast. Our guest today is Margarita Mayo, uh, Professor of Leadership at IE Business School in, in Madrid and the champion of authentic leadership. Margarita, welcome. Thank you very much. And I believe you've got a, a book project underway looking at authentic leadership. Can you start by telling us about, about the book? Yes, I'm working on a book uh, project on authentic leadership. The working title is uh, Yours Truly, How to be Authentic in Leadership and Life. And the book uh, uh, deals with what it means to be authentic. Uh, authentic leaders are in touch uh, with themselves. They are passionate. They really uh, are passionate about what they do. Uh, they have a growth uh, mindset. They have an attitude uh, toward learning and development over time. And most important, they have a positive impact on the world around them. So this is the, the project that I'm working on, and I'm very excited about it. So the working titles you yours truly. Uh, so what's new? I mean, we've read about Bill George and his work on authentic leadership. So what's new about your perspective, do you think? Well, I think what is new about the about my, my perspective is that authentic leaders, they are really passionate about what they do, they are true to themselves, and that really the sparks their positive transformation but they can never be static. And in the previous uh, uh, scholars, they tend to have this idea that you are true to yourself. And what I'm suggesting is something different, that authentic leaders are grounded, but continually evolving. And this is the dilemma, and this is the key question. So how do authentic leaders reinvent themselves and are still true? And this is what is new, and that's what I'm trying to address in my book. So authenticity isn't set in stone, it's, it's a movable feast, it changes. Exactly. Yes, it changes. And uh, I have interviewed uh, many uh, leaders, authentic uh, leaders, um, CEOs from multinationals, startup uh, founders, and I use their biographical accounts of authentic of these authentic leaders in business, in politics, and, and sports. And what I have discovered is um, different uh, authentic narratives, and they all evolve. And this is developmental. We have her heroic journeys of people that recover from adversity. We have self-made stories of a CEO coming from humble backgrounds that they really uh, grow and progress their companies. And we have a finding of course stories like for example even the royal family uh, in Spain that they have a leadership renewal. So you can see that all these examples of authentic leaders, they are evolving. So the royal family in Spain, its notion of authenticity has, has evolved with time. Yeah, and actually it's a notion of authenticity and how authentic leadership is actually a journey of authenticity and how it can be transferred uh, from generations. And this authenticity goes beyond even the person, the leader. It has an impact and it transcends the, the person. So what I have... Uh, uh, discovered with all these examples is that they all share three characteristics that differentiate authentic from non-authentic leadership. So these, these are the three things that distinguish truly authentic leaders. Exactly. These are the three things that distinguish authentic leaders. The passion that wins the heart of others, the feedback that they search to set new habits, and how they enrich 
the habitat of their followers. So I think of this as the three H of authentic leadership, heart, habits, and habitat. Heart, habits, and habitat. So it begins with passion, and that's the heart, ele heart element, and then feedback to set up new habits, so that's the habits elements, the second part of it, and then the third element is enriching the habitat of followers. So heart, habits, and habitat. Yes, exactly. And, and this is very important because these three H, they help to solve the authenticity paradox. How? Because you can grow and still stay uh, true. Because authenticity uh, is not simply to be true to one's real self. Like uh, other authors have said, just be yourself. Authenticity means to be true to multiple selves, to evolving selves, to dialogical selves and to a situated self. What this means? It means that uh, uh, authentic leaders, they have multiple identities. Authentic leaders, they evolve over time, as we talk about. And actually, they have a dialogical self. They are influenced by others. And their authenticity is socially constructed. And this also is situated. So they are able to talk to different audiences and is be very specific. So the trouble with, from what you're saying, the trouble previously with the way we understood authentic leadership is that we saw it as kind of one-dimensional and static, whereas you're saying it's, it's all about uh, an internal dialogue as, as your own personality and different contexts evolve. Yes, exactly. And this is very important because uh, uh, many, many leaders uh, uh, now, they face a lack of trust. And this lack of trust, uh, when they gain, to gain this lack of, of trust, they have to uh, become uh, authentic, be in touch with, the, with themselves, but at the same time to be able to uh, develop uh, this three age of uh, authentic leadership, the heart, the habits, and the, and the habitat. So that's the pressing agenda then for, for leaders? That's the pressing agenda. And, uh, and yeah. that overcomes the lack of trust in leaders? Mm -hmm. Um, how do you do that uh, with, the, with the heart, with the first age? If you want to inspire people to follow you, you have to look first uh, at your heart. That's where you are going to find your passion in your life story because uh, your passion is going to be rooted in that experience, in your strengths and even in your weaknesses. When you share your weaknesses uh, with others, uh, you are going to be seen as more authentic. And what is more interesting, this passion can be contagious. And in my book, I have several examples. One example is the entrepreneur uh, Hiroko Yamehima from Japan. She is the CEO and founder of a company called Andu Ahmed, a brand of leather bags made in Ethiopia. Uh, before, she was a designer uh, at Chanel, but she had a strong belief in ethical luxury. And then she moved to Ethiopia. She was very passionate about uh, uh, her vision. And this passion made uh, others very interested and very motivated. So much so that actually in Japan, almost all her workers, they are pro bono. They are volunteers and they work because they believe in her vision. So what are we learning? What are some of the tips that we can learn from this 
hard uh, aspect that you need to identify patterns in your life story that is going to tell you what your passion lies and the other thing is that you can share this portion of your uh, life stories with others you can lead by biography and I think this is another important lesson to get the trust that people want in leaders to lead by biography <laughs> but some of the things you talk about for instance showing your weaknesses it doesn't come very easily to uh, to most leaders historically that's not what leaders have been doing yeah they parade their successes and point to their job title yeah but interestingly enough um, what uh, i find in some of my of my research is when leaders share their own errors and mistakes they can get closer and they can be seen as more human to their followers and that is inspiring uh, to them and also it depends on you how you uh, express your errors if after the errors you think uh, uh, that you have learned something this is also role play this is working the talk for your employees because you are showing that you are you have a learning orientation and making errors could have a, a return okay. and something positive so that's the heart element and then the next element in, <coughs> you talk about in the in the free H is, is the, the power of habits what, what, what do you mean by that Margarita the power of habits is that <coughs> leaders um, cannot have a fixed mindset uh, leaders actually have authentic leaders are open-minded so where like we were so talking that like, you need to turn failures into opportunities and the uh, authentic leaders they have an entrepreneurial spirit they have a uh, resilience in themselves and they are able to uh, make of adversity something of a positive uh, transformation and I have a great example in my book uh, and this is uh, from Rakesh Agarwal the, the CEO of Olongwari company in Australia um, he left India for Australia because he saw a business opportunity to rescue a milk uh, company it was a grand vision for the company but it had many uh, challenges uh, and problems and now how he coped uh, with that he was open-minded he redefined the um, the grand vision and then for himself and also for the company and what he won is that the employees well he had a financial crisis then he had a fire in one of the uh, factory sections and then his own employees helped him to rebuild that uh, the factory and the customers waited uh, for him for his uh, 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 products so this is the power of habits if you are able to adapt you are going to be able to, um, to get the reputation and to get the success in the long term. Okay, so the, the final element in, in the free H is, is, is habitat. So how does that work? What, what do you mean by that, Margaret? Okay, what I mean by habitat is that I see authentic leaders not only as actors, but I see authentic leaders also as architects. And that's because I believe that authentic leaders leave a legacy. Um, so what you have to ask yourself important questions is how do you want to be an authentic leader? How do I want to be remembered 20 years uh, from now? So in, if you have that in mind, you have to build a company that uh, uh, let employees grow, let employees shine, and then you are going to have core values that are going to be present even when you are not longer there. And that's the example in my book 
of uh, one of the best uh, founders of this company, a Spanish company, Gombarri. His name is Francisco Rivera. And then he was going in a, from a very humble background in the, in the 50s in Spain, in the aftermath of the Civil War. But he also saw a way out. He wanted to develop a steel a company in Spain. And his core values were four, honesty, humility, austerity, and work ethics. And then someone had uh, wrote a book about uh, his style, and this book is being now passed to all the employees and all the managers. So his, uh, his legacy is well analyzed. It remains the core pillars of the company. So it's interesting to think of leaders as, as architects. Uh, I know some of your more recent work has looked at unsung heroes and superheroes amongst the uh, leadership elite. And, what did you find out? What are you arguing there? What I'm arguing is that the final idea uh, in my book is that to be, to be an authentic leader, you don't need to fall into the mentality of a superhero. A superhero that uh, based uh, your leadership on formal sources of power, status, position, that you cannot have a, a fixed mindset, uh, this is who I am, and always the same, consistent. That you cannot focus on the short uh, term, in the, on the here and now. So what I'm suggesting instead is to shift to the mindset of unsung heroes. What do unsung heroes uh, do? Follow your heart. So you can be passionate uh, actor, you can, you have to base your leadership on your personal uh, power. Uh, you can have many identities, but they all have to be grounded on one heart. And then set new habits, the second, the power of habits. You have to uh, be a, an avid learner, be, uh, have a growth uh, mindset and be and stay humble, like on some heroes. You cannot be egocentric, you cannot have egocentric authenticity. And lastly, enrich your habitat. What I mean by enrich your habitat is that you can become a memorable architect, following the architecture uh, metaphor. You can be the chief builder of social structures, and these social structures will stay and will remain even when you are not longer there. So you need to, to be authentic, you need to follow your heart, set new habits, and enrich your habitat. That big, is it. Big challenges. Uh, yes. <laughs> Margarita, thank you very much. You're welcome. My pleasure to be here. Thank you for listening. That was a Thinkers 50 podcast. Thinkers 50 podcasts are produced by KDH Creative.